This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we are visiting with Shannon Byerly, Custer County Sheriff, and we're going to focus on the proposed Justice Center. Shannon, welcome back to the program. Hey, Gary. Uh, good to be back. I uh, really appreciate the time. As we record this, we're right at the beginning of summer. That must ramp things up for you guys. Yeah, I think we, uh, we're we no different than the rest of the county. We're seeing a lot of uh, visitors coming in and people uh, enjoying uh, all the uh, splendors that we have here in, in Custer County. So, yeah, things are picking up. Excited for the summer, as always. Remind us how long you've been sheriff here in Custer County. So I'm in the middle of my second term, uh, just a, a little over six years now we've been in office. Okay. Uh, you grew up locally, just kind of on the other side of the wets, as I recall. Yeah, over in Rye. It's where I uh, spent most of my childhood. Great place to, to grow up, just like, uh, just like here in, in Custer County. What's on the plate of the sheriff's department these days? Well, we've got a lot of things going on like we always do. Uh, we're always challenging ourselves to, uh, to get better and to do better things and to prepare for the future. And as one of our main focuses there at the office all the time is, is that we're always you know, looking for a legacy as far as preparing for the future and training and, and preparing folks to replace our supervisors and stuff because we're, we're not always going to be there. And so uh, just ensuring that we have a plan for the future. I can imagine staffing is always an issue and succession planning. Yeah, so you know, succession planning, that just goes with uh, pretty much any agency or, or certainly should. But staffing has been a challenge uh, from time to time. We're, we're setting pretty good right now. Uh, we just made some conditional offers to a few folks. And so we, uh, uh, Lord willing, and the creek doesn't rise, uh, we'll be fully staffed here in a couple weeks. And... Of course, with that comes some training, and so they won't be they won't be able to hit the ground running full speed. But some of them have experience already, and that always helps. So the training curve is a, is a little less sharp, but but we'll be, we'll be in good shape. So let's talk a bit about the topic du jour, which is the proposed justice center. What is the argument for the new justice center? Well, uh, Gary, I think first and foremost where we we start with and it's it's probably a mindset that I've sat within the that I with the office for some time and that is is that you know we have to plan for the future and we have to look forward and we have to to try to instead of being reactive to be a little bit proactive and so when we we start looking at the facilities and and what their their current state where the kind of money that we're spending on the the current facilities to maintain them and also just the space limitations that we have within the county as a whole. It doesn't matter whether it's my office, whether it's a Department of Human Services, the clerk's office, and certainly not speaking for any of those department heads, but just as a whole, the county is really short on space. And so we start looking at how, how are we going to be able to address that because, as we've kind of alluded to, we're, we're seeing a lot more uh, populace here in the county. And with with an increased populace becomes an increase on demands and increase on services. And so... Several years ago, almost five now, the commissioners at that time, so five years ago, they started having uh, looking at some different options on what we were going to be able to do as a county. And, and part of that was doing some needs assessments and facility assessments. And uh, so through some grant money, we were able to do those assessments through CU uh, Boulder, uh, did a study, also a couple architectural firms, 
and they projected out what we would need for a justice center, uh, meaning courts and detention center, and then the sheriff's offices as well, projecting out 20 to 25 years. And when that came back, it looked we're 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 getting by with what we have currently today, but uh, we're certainly not going to be able to sustain this over the next five to ten years. And so we've got to plan ahead. Shannon, what are the arguments against a justice center? So, Gary, I mean, you know, to be honest, I think the first thing we have to do is just the cost, right? Um, mm-hmm. So when you when you start figuring that. The proposed center that we're gonna that we're going to try to take to the ballot measure is about eighteen point seven million dollars. Is what uh, the estimated cost is. That's just, I mean, that's a tremendous amount of money in a community our size. Certainly, a lot of uh, questions and pushback on that, which I I too am concerned about as well. Initially, the project that was proposed by the through the needs assessment and what we would need to build for the future that number came in around 22 to 23 million dollars we went in and just basically stripped down anything that was extra in there and got it to to 17.2 at that time but that was in 2019 and so the cost has increased from 17.2 to 18.7 so about a million and a half in the last 2 years the cost, I mean, I think that's number one. I think most people that, that come and do a, a, a facility tour that come and listen to us talk and, and they've seen the pictures and, and quite possibly have been in the courts or been in a commissioner's meeting when we're trying to do both have seen that it's just really not adequate. I think a lot of people are going to say we absolutely recognize we need to do something, but the cost is just we, we can't we can't process that. And so... I would say by far that's the biggest and strongest argument, and I, I don't disagree. It's a big it's a big price tag. A recent letter to the editor suggested that budget-wise, the center would be not taking the Cadillac approach, but rather the Chevy approach, which is what you describe here, where it's been kind of knocked down. But as everyone knows, a, a new Chevy is fairly pricey too. So. Yeah, nowadays uh, there, there's nothing that's uh, cheap. That's really where we're struggling because we're looking, we're saying, okay. If, we know that we need the facility and, and we need it now, but maybe maybe we're better off to wait a few more years until maybe it's a little more uh, reasonable to, to try to, to sell. But the, the fact of the matter is is that every year we wait, the price tag just keeps getting larger and larger, and we've got to try. Real, we're really left with no with no option except for to try, and, and perhaps you know the, the citizens and the voters say, no, uh, we don't want to spend the money on that. If that's the case, uh, we certainly respect that, and we'll uh, we'll take a different approach. So, is the proposal to fund this through a ballot initiative in November? Yeah. So, the process of work is right now. We we're um, working out the details on the ballot measure. We'll uh, the committee, and so that committee is uh, formula- formed by uh, the county judge and myself and some uh, other county officials, but then several community individuals as well that have specialties from real estate to finance to, you know, just a, a whole variety of uh, specialties and expertise. But are we going to make a recommendation, recommendation, I should say, to the commissioners the end of this month to move forward with a ballot initiative for November? Now, you had a couple meetings, one at Rancher's Roost and one at Tony's, to lay out the proposal. How many people attended and what kind of questions were folks asking the first one was at Rancher's Roost, and we had about 25 to 30 people that, that came that weren't members of the committee. Um, and then uh, then the second one at 
Tony's Pizza, that had about 45 or 50 people there that weren't on the committee. Some good questions were asked. Things, you know, they, they concerned about, you know, first off, you know, how we would pay for it. And that would be through through basically uh, a bond initiative or, or a mill levy increase. We, we looked at sales tax, but there's just no reasonable way to do that without really punishing the, the business owners. And we certainly didn't want to do that. So questions were like, so why, why are we going to build the center where has been selected, which is just south uh, and a little bit east of where the current sheriff's office is there behind the SAR building. Okay. Uh, so that was asked, which the reason the reason for that is, is that we were able to, to purchase that piece of property. Uh, and when I say we, I mean, meaning the county, the county was able to purchase that at a significant, significantly reduced price. The owners of that wanted the county to buy it, and so they gave us a really good buy on that. And then the cost savings to build this facility right there compared to building it outside of town, because we looked, originally we looked outside on the edges of the of maybe to the east of Silver Cliff or to the north of West Cliff. That added about 3 to $5 million to the project because of infrastructure, because when you, uh, when you have a facility that size, you know, you can't put it on a well. And you can't put it on a septic tank. So you've got to run water, you've got to run sewer, you've got to run electricity and all that out. Where, whereas that infrastructure already lies on that property. So significant savings to the overall project. Um, that, was a, that was a big question. Another one was the proximity to the schools, or to the school, I should say. We thought that was an interesting point that some people had kind of focused in on that, considering the fact that the current detention center is closer to the school than the, the new one would be proposed. And, and more importantly is that with the new Justice Center, once an inmate goes into the into the building, they never leave again uh, with the new Justice Center. Whereas right now in the current situation, we're moving them back and forth between the sheriff's office and the county building routinely across, you know, across the parking lot, down the sidewalk, out in the open where it's less secure. Whereas the new Justice Center, you know, they never leave the building. They don't leave it for recreation. They don't leave it to go to court. It's just down hallways and through passageways. And so those were a couple of the really big ones. There's several several questions were asked, though. Okay. The group uh, Custer County Justice Center Committee suggested that Facebook was one of the best places to get more information. Are there other sources for those of us who aren't on Facebook? Yeah. So uh, one of the big struggles we've had, Gary, and I think a lot of different organizations, whether it's ours or, or others, struggle with how do you how do you get information out to uh, to people, especially if they're not super interested or they're not just out searching for that information. I don't know that Facebook is the best way. I think it's just one avenue. You know, we're we're trying to get as much information as we can into the newspapers. Um, also, we're we're doing some social media stuff, but. I think where it's really going to come down to where we can get information is we're going to do several more forums uh, like we did at Tony's and Ranchers Roost. We're, uh, we're going to head down to Wetmore. We're in the process right now of, of building a schedule of some of the things. I'm going to go out to some groups. Um, I'm scheduled to talk in front of Rotary. I'm working on uh, some other groups. I don't want to mention those yet because I haven't firmed that up. But trying to, to meet with those groups that then can maybe share it. And then also... You know, we're offering facility tours the second and fourth Friday of every month at 10 in the morning. Uh, but we'll also do facility tours for anybody that would like to come look at and see firsthand what we're talking about with our concerns and safety and security issues that, that go with those facilities. 
and we appreciate you stopping by sharing uh, the info with us so we can help get the word out. Yeah, no, Gary, I really, really appreciate uh, you taking the time to, to let me come and talk to you today. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure. What does the near-term future hold for the Justice Center and maybe getting the word out? Well, I think right now it's just committee's responsibility to really to do to be super active and to reach out to as many people as we can because information is power and knowledge is power. And so where we want to really focus on is trying to get accurate and factual information to people so that they can make you know an informed decision. Excellent. Shannon, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate it, Gary, as always. We have been visiting with Shannon Byerly, Custer County Sheriff talking about the proposed Justice Center. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. Walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 